Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! And welcome back for our number two of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galena along with the Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and Sean Engel producing our show, keeping us flying straight. And uh, we're taking you through uh, week 12 in the NFL, week 12 in fantasy, uh, going uh, down, breaking down the games. The spreads, the over-unders, uh, picking out some players you might want to be interested in and, uh, for your DFS lineups. We're just getting it done, right, right, Taz? Absolutely. Just getting it done. you got to love it. <laughs> and even the uh, the live audience is excited about it, too. <laughs> they should be. They should be excited about everything we do here on FNTSY because we're there the greatest network on earth. There you go. Absolutely. Hey, uh, we have to uh, try to find that. Do you hear about the – just, you know, I get notifications, you know, that I subscribe to different uh, news sites or whatever. And here's a big-time news story about Hugh Hefner, that uh, he was terrified uh, that the world would find out uh, some unsavory things about his past. And he uh, took his uh, sex tapes and uh, notes from famous people and whatnot, dumped them into a casket, and uh, had them uh, dumped into – the sea so that no one would uh, find them oh well that? unfortunately for him aquaman's coming out soon so he may find <laughs> there you him go. right maybe we'll see that in some of the uh you know those after credit scenes yeah he might have got <laughs> aquaman he, <laughs> he might have got paid paid by uh penthouse to find that stuff there you go there you go <laughs> i like the way you're thinking <laughs> uh bury your uh Bury your unsavory information at sea. Wow. I, I get, gotta get my stuff and <laughs> see. I, I don't like that idea. If you if you want to get rid of it, you truly want to get rid of it. Just torch the bitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I agree with you. This thing could just. Uh, well, I guess it's it's cemented down, so you figure with the rest of the bottom of the sea, uh, you don't want this thing, you know, showing up on the uh, at the beach, right? Being washed ashore. <laughs> yeah. I don't think- <laughs> Look, if you again, if you don't want it being found, then just burn it. Then it's never going to be found again. It doesn't matter. There you go. There you go. Best way All to right. get rid of anything, even a body. Uh, I mean, uh, any anything. Not it's that you, not that you know anything about that, right? <laughs> no, no, not, not at all. No, no. Don't look into my past. I will not. I'd have to hurt you. you. You're starting to scare me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that sex doll, uh, burn it, okay? <laughs> All right, so let's uh, go over uh, Bengals at home against the Browns. 
And uh, this line has gone down. At one point, I think it was three and a half. Now, I, I believe it's at uh, two and a half. And the over under yeah, in this it, game is 46 and a half. That's what I have as well. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely been going down, no doubt. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's interesting to see what's going on. I, I think uh, it was up uh, up a little bit because I thought they they thought that AJ Green was going to play, but now it looks like AJ Green is out again Doubtful. for another week. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, it, it, Cleveland's defense is one of the worst in the league. They're not mm-hmm. playing very well. Uh, they're actually getting better over the last five, oh, getting worse over the last five weeks, uh, more than better. They're 30th in the last five weeks, 30th against cor- opposing quarterbacks, 29th against opposing running backs, 32nd against opposing tight ends, and 23rd <laughs> against opposing wide receivers. Not a very good defense. Playing on right. the road against Cincinnati, you know, if, if Dalton is ever going to get back on track, this is the game. He needs to do it. Mm. Uh, about the only thing they're doing well is uh, takeaways, right? The uh, the Browns are 25 takeaways. Uh, but other than that, you're right. They're just uh, stinking up the joint. And uh, this is going to be an interesting game. The Bengals 5-5, five five, uh, Browns 3-6-1. Two straight losses for the Bengals. So, yeah, this is kind of like a, a must-win for them, right? Uh, and uh, the Browns. They are coming off a bye, but before that, they uh, beat the uh, Falcons 28-16. to So, uh, too bad they had the bye. Maybe they could have just rolled into, you know, turned that into something else. But, uh, hey, Hugh Jackson, uh, special assistant to Bengals head coach Marvin yeah. Lewis now. Hugh Jackson, the former Browns coach, right? It's a revenge game for him. Revenge game for Hugh Jackson. I wonder if he's going to be uh, dealing some, some state secrets, spilling them uh, uh, to Mr. Lewis. I'm just wondering if the, the Cleveland is planning any kind of plays where Chubb or Duke Johnson has to run out of bounds right at you, Jackson. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, right. I want to know That'll what be... the over-under is, how many times they take you, Jackson, down on the sidelines. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that could, we could try to find that as a prop bet, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Chubb, man, his last game, 176 yards against the Falcons, uh, including a team record 92-yard touchdown run. It seems like that was so long ago, right? Uh, uh, Bengals, uh, yeah. And you talk about the Browns' defense. Bengals' defense hasn't been much better. They've allowed 244. No, they've been worse. Yeah, 244 and 265 uh, yards rushing in the last two games. Four rushing touchdowns to running backs. Uh, they've given up 200 yards rushing three times this season. So I got a prop bet uh, for Nick Chubb and rushing yards. <laughs> and it's uh, does he get over a 99 and a half or under 99 and a half? Oh, I'm definitely going over. You know, Cincinnati hasn't hasn't been able to to stop anybody. Uh, they are 32nd uh, in the league, both against the quarterback and running back over the last five weeks, giving up an, on the season an average 5.1 yards per carry, uh, 10 rushing touchdowns, five another five for running backs through the air, so 15 touchdowns to the position uh, in 10 games and 21 passing touchdowns in in 10 games, so over two touchdowns a game on average mm-hmm. and over 300 yards allowed on average. You know, Cleveland if if they're really serious about getting better for the future, this is a mm-hmm. game they should be able to show it. They they have the pieces now. Uh, you know, hopefully they can find another wide receiver to step up opposite Jarvis Landry, take some of the heat off of him. Uh, hopefully David Njoku can get on the field and stop dropping balls. And you know, this has been the big 
problem with Cleveland all year is that they actually have three of the top ten players in the, in the league and drop passes between mm-hmm. uh, Jarvis Landry, Call- uh, Callaway, and Njoku. Uh, never mm-hmm. a good thing for a young rookie quarterback to have so many drop passes. So a lot of times it's really they have to get used to the way the ball comes out of a specific quarterback's hands because, believe me, it is different from quarterback to quarterback on what you're getting on the receiving end. And it seems that that might be the case here because let's face it, you know, I, I get it with Nujoku. He's always trying to run before he catches the ball, you know, stupid, mm-hmm. you know, young player mistake that hopefully they can conduct uh, Callaway. I've never thought much of him anyway, but with Landry, you don't expect him to be there. He's usually a very sure handed wide receiver. So I, I'm starting to think that it's because of the way the ball comes out of Baker Mayfield's hands, that it may be slightly different to these guys. And they're still learning to, to mm. see it the right way right that is a good point uh statistically though uh with uh new offensive coordinator freddie is cooking in the kitchens in the two games he's been calling plays statistically uh baker mayfield has been doing real well 74 percent completion rate yep. yeah uh 625 yards in those two games it's uh 10.1 yards per pass attempt uh and against two of the worst down. defenses in the league uh, and, yeah, play, and in play, games, yeah, I agree. You, but you play who's in front you of you. Right? Who you play. That, that, <laughs> yeah. But no, what I what I was trying to say, he has another one uh, right yeah. now. They go against yeah, Cincinnati, yeah. so he should right. be able to maintain. I wasn't trying to argue that point. I'm saying you, you know he argue, did it against two of the worst. He's got another one coming up. They actually yeah. have, Cleveland has one of the best schedules going forward through the fantasy mm-hmm. playoffs for fantasy teams. If you can get yeah. pieces of those Cleveland guys, I would definitely try. Yeah, uh, Landry. I would try for Landry, too. I would, they they mm-hmm. had to have taken a lot of time this bye week trying to figure out ways to get him more involved because they need him more involved. He is absolutely, you know, their best wide receiver by such a long shot. It isn't even close. Yes. But, I mean, mm-hmm. he should be their, their biggest playmaker. I mean, Chubb has turned into their biggest playmaker. But Landry mm-hmm. should be right there. I've always yeah. loved Landry as a wide receiver. I mean, look what he did in Miami with Tannehill. They should be able <laughs> to take much more advantage of this right now. Right. Uh, and this is, a, like you said, good matchup for uh, Mayfield. Uh, Bengals have uh, – a bad pass rush, and that's uh, saying it lightly. So we'll see. Could be a, a nice day for Mayfield. Uh, it looks like from from the research I've been doing, and also per Graham Barfield, he's a good follow on Twitter uh, from NFL.com. In in the uh, Joe Mixon is a big key to this game, obviously with AJ Green uh, looking like he's not going to play. But uh, in uh, Bengals f- f- uh, wins. Uh, 23.3 touches. This is for Mixon. 122.3 yards from scrimmage. In their losses, 14.8 touches and 68 yards from scrimmage. So uh, Mixon seems to be the key. And uh, Browns held uh, Falcons running backs to 55 yards, but overall have been very friendly to running backs uh, other than the Falcons. They've given up the seventh most uh, fantasy points to them. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're still allowing 4.6 yards per carry on the yeah. season. Uh, yeah. You know, giving up over 50 passes to the position. Mixon is, again, in a solid place. This this is mm-hmm. a game where we should see a lot of offense, uh, mm-hmm. yet the over-under is still only at 46.5, which is, mm-hmm. surprises me a little. You know, I, I know these aren't the bait greatest offenses in the world, but they are some of the worst defenses in the world. So you still have to expect the offenses to come to play today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Duke Johnson too uh, this week. 
Bengals' second most receiving touchdowns to running backs. Uh, Duke Johnson, since Kitchens has been calling plays, really come on like the Duke Johnson of old. Nine for 78, two touchdowns. And then last week, four for 31, added a touchdown. So uh, I like Duke Johnson as a sneaky play, even if I had to create a DFS lineup and uh, you know put someone in uh, a little cheaper so I could afford uh, some chalkier players. Oh, absolutely. He makes a, a nice play this week. There's no doubt about it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think so as well. And, you know, hopefully those guys that out there are using that, that five-day free trial to go to Daily yeah. Roto and see what mm-hmm. Daily Roto guys think about him this week. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works out. But, you know, uh, to you and I, it seems like a, a no-brainer play. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe Daily Roto doesn't believe us. Right. Maybe you have to go check out their site and find out for yourself. Don't be a turkey. Check it out. DailyRoto.com. <laughs> I still don't believe in John Ross, even though that 22-yard touchdown last week. Uh, he's just he's just too, too boomer bust for me. And uh, I, I love Tyler Boyd. Uh, and they're not even but, huge booms. Yeah, exactly. It's like a little pop. Yeah. <laughs> One uh, of those non-lethal shotguns with the bean bags. Yeah. Uh, I like Tyler Boyd, but he's really been slowing down a little bit, too. Sometimes, uh, you know, with A.J. Green out there, when you're forced to be the man and, and you have the number one cornerback from the other side, even though he they just have played some, uh, you know, questionable defenses. But uh, three of his last four games, Tyler Boyd, four catches or less. Sometimes uh, it's hard to be the man. Just ask Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, and that's absolutely the case. I mean, you know, it, guys that are, you know, great number twos can often mm-hmm. bog down when all of a sudden they have to be the great number one and mm-hmm. see the better defenses stacked against them, especially when you look at the other wide receivers on this team. Boyd is the guy you have to stop. So, you know, first guy you stop is Mixon. Second guy you stop is Boyd. So these are the two you're going to pay the most attention to. Uh, Luckily for them, they get a a Browns team that's having a bad time starting both of them, uh, Mm -hmm. stopping both of them. So, you know, they should both be in line to eat today. But, uh, you know, last week against the Ravens, uh, Boyd actually did pretty well. 11 targets, but only caught four of them. Uh, again, mm-hmm. good defense. And then the week before against the Saints, uh, just because the, the Saints have been playing so well and really just beat them down in that game. Yeah. So this is a tough game for me. And, uh, you know, I liked it better, obviously, when when I was getting three and a half. When I was getting three and a half, I, I liked the Browns. Uh, I mean, because historically, and I don't remember the specific numbers, but I know that when A.J. Green is out and uh, also uh, Tyler Eifert, who's been out forever, but when those two guys are out, Andy Dalton suffers, right? So uh, I don't know about this two-and-a-half. What do you think about this two-and-a-half spread? Bengals home for the Browns. I'm taking Mm -hmm. Cleveland. Um, I, I just, like you said, you know, they played a good game against KC for a lot of that game. They beat Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. I think with the bye week, they've had a week to study Cincinnati. Should be able to come out and, and do some damage in, in this against this defense. So I like Cleveland getting the points. Like you said, I, w- I would have liked it a lot more at three and a half <laughs> right. uh, to get over that field goal range. But even at two and a half, I, I think they cover. I, I think there's a good chance Cleveland outright wins this game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not arguing. And the uh, the under you like as well, or uh, or uh, that's what I'm having trouble with is that 46 yeah. and a half. It just seems to me like it should be higher, based mm-hmm. on the fact that both of these defenses are terrible, and mm-hmm. the fact that they're they're hesitating to go higher in Vegas. Uh, I I probably wouldn't bet the over under. It just scares me that they 
you know, first look based on these defenses, even with A.J. Green out, you would expect both these offenses to put points up, and they don't really. I mean, they're looking at a 24-22 type of game, something along that line, where I think it could go higher than that. So hmm. if I if gun to my head, I would go over, but I probably wouldn't make this bet. Right. And gun to my head, I'd probably take the under, but what do I know? <laughs> but... but uh, you know, um, hey, your uh, fantasy football talk, that's a, a site that you started on Facebook as well, right? Yeah, it's just a little group I started that just blew up out of nowhere. I, yeah. I really just wanted it to have some place on Facebook to go where I could get away from all the politics and the people posting all their food. Yeah. But yeah, great, great uh, follow there. And maybe we'll come back. Uh, there was one question about AJ Green related to AJ Green. Maybe we'll we'll share it and uh, maybe share it with the audience. We'll be back with more Week Twelve on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What he said, Weekend Fantasy Update. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. We're back via the depths of hell as the bells bring us back. Little ACDC. Classic stuff. Great album, Back in Black. I'm just sitting here playing some air drums. There you go. What'd you think? uh, Who'd they get to uh, replace... uh, the lead uh, singer who had some uh, problems with his ears, with his hearing. Uh, it was uh, the guy from Guns N' Roses, uh, Axl Rose. Oh, Axl Rose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fat Axl Rose before he lost all the weight again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you um, hear any, uh, like, did you hear, like, anything good or bad in terms of his uh, performance with the band? I, I didn't, I you, to be uh, honest. I, look, I, I liked him when he was early with Guns N' Roses. I liked him a ton. Oh, he did yeah. some great stuff. But then mm-hmm. he, they, they, the band just went downhill for a while. And mm-hmm. I know that he's trying to make a comeback. But I, no, I haven't seen much new stuff from them in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tend, I don't really tend to listen to a lot of new music these days. I'm still riveted in the, the late '70s, early '80s rock and roll. I just am. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think they put out any new albums, but when they went on tour, I think he was uh, took over as the lead singer. But uh, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet? No, I haven't. I'm I am mm-hmm. looking forward to it, but I have not seen it. Uh, I am definitely a huge Freddie Mercury fan, mm-hmm. so definitely yeah, looking wanna... forward to seeing that. Yeah. Well, uh, my wife owes me one because I we went to see Stars Born, which wasn't terrible. It was a good good movie. Ah, I hate In all my... these damn remakes. They can't come up with their own yeah. ideas. 
I know, I know. Well, now, uh, talk about remakes. I don't know if you ever used – I wasn't a big fan of it, but this is TV. Northern Exposure, the show, uh, is, is coming back. No, I don't think I yeah, ever so, saw it at all. Yeah. So I don't but really you know remember it being it. on. Yeah, I just – I do you know, remember I was, it being on, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. But I never really I, watched it, so. I used to be a big TV guide reader for some reason. I don't know why. No. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I like the crossword uh, puzzles. Oh, yeah. It makes you really feel smart, right? Because you <laughs> well, I, get do, it done. I, do, I, I do whatever crossword puzzles I can do on any given day anyway. I, I do the Sunday Times crossword puzzle mm-hmm. every week religiously. Do you finish it? You, you, you... Uh, usually pretty damn close. Wow, you're a smart guy. Yeah, well, some, some say I'm too smart for my own good. Mm. <laughs> usually it's my mm. wife. Right. Well, you can tell that you're a married man when when your wife is telling you that, right? Uh, but uh, uh, others as, uh, just call me a smart ass. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if my ass is smart or not, but they call me mm-hmm. that a lot. Uh, I've heard people leave out the word smart too. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it, don't say anybody, but that, that it was Sean. It was Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Shawnee would never talk about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. And uh, let's uh, open up the phone lines at, uh, during the 3 o'clock hour like we usually do. And if you'd speak Taz, uh, you could talk to Taz and uh, you could put your questions to him in terms of any uh, lineup questions that you have or whatnot. Anything fantasy-related uh, that we could help you with, we'd be glad to help you. 844-843-6879. So let's move on. Uh, we have the uh, Jaguars. And oh, I thought you the... had a, a question about A.J. Green that you wanted oh, to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for keeping me... Uh... That's for keeping me grounded here. Okay, so we had a question uh, in your uh, Facebook uh, site, Fantasy Football Talk. Should I give the person's name? Sure, why not? All right. Jesus Tlaseca, T-L-A-S-E-C-A. I should have said no, huh? I know. So we'll just call him Jesus. Jesus. So he says, with A.J. Green most likely out, and he's doubtful, so he will be out, who should I flex, D.J. Moore, Doug Baldwin, or Peyton Barber? Now we have Doug Baldwin's got the groin issue, right? And I think right. he's a game time a true decision, game time right? decision. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I'm going to go with T.J. Moore here. Look, Peyton Barber, you know, has a good game once every month and a half. <laughs> so uh, I'm not really sure. I, I'd count on that. And he DJ had a good Moore. one last week, so that's enough, right? <laughs> yeah, D.J. Moore. You know, he's a rookie wide receiver. We already talked it that you know they could be very up and down. But the positive for D.J. Moore is it doesn't look like Devin Funches is going to play. Uh, yes, it looks like right. he's going to be I out for the that. week. He's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if he's truly out, they haven't listed as doubtful now, which usually means he's out, but they haven't yes. listed him as out yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But most, you know, 99% of the chance he's not playing in this game. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I have to think that, you know, Moore is a big play. They do get Torrey Smith back. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's Torrey Smith. He is what he is. I think they try to get more involved. I think I'd go with more out of those. Hmm. I'm with you on that. Yeah, uh, I like your uh, analysis. It makes sense. Uh, and too bad uh, Baldwin had been coming on. You know, he finally. Yeah, he uh, looked healthy. And you know, he, get the yeah, groin issue. Had that and that's the problem because even as a game time decision, even if he plays those kind of issues, it's so easy for him to go out and re-aggravate it in 
while he's playing that he doesn't right. finish the game, there's a good chance he doesn't finish the game. So he's very right. hard to count on. Unless you absolutely have no other choice, it's going to be hard to play Baldwin this week. I agree with you. Um, so uh, let's move on and uh, break down this I barn burner. Ahead, I have one crazy question for you. This is something I didn't realize. Did you know? Think about AJ Green in college, Georgia. He never had a thousand yard season in college. I would have so bet the house say, that he did. Hmm. I, I really, I just, I, I didn't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I would have bet the house that he would have had a thousand yard season in college, and he never did. That was kind of surprising to me. You would think so. It's not because of injuries, right? Not because of missed time? I, I don't believe it was, no. Because no. Um, well, it seems I, that every time I draft him, I said this a couple yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> it's his, his final season, he lost, a, he lost a few games. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, but when he was a junior, he, he, he mm-hmm. lost a few games. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just would have definitely been surprised that, that he yeah, had. With his kind of skill set, yeah, I agree with you. That's a little surprising. All right. I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's okay. Anytime you want to just shoot something out, go ahead. I mean, uh, it's fine. You want to talk to Ash for a second? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so we have this barn burner of a game. We got the uh, Jaguars uh, traveling up north to play the Bills. And uh, no uh, precipitation, but 37 degrees. That's cold for somebody from Florida, right? Uh, we have <laughs> uh, Jags, uh, three-point favorite yes, over the Bills. 37 points is the lowest. Wild turkey surprise. <laughs> Too bad I'm all tied up or I I never would have thought we would have been talking about tossed salads on this show. <laughs> Is that what you had uh, Thursday? Wild turkey surprise? <laughs> uh, anytime, anytime my wife cooks, it's usually a surprise. There you go. There you go. It looks like the uh, FNTSY uh, network had a uh, a hidden microphone in your uh, in your dining room. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I, I can't. Surprise. All you got to do is all you got to do is subscribe to the live webcams. There you go. <laughs> hey, you got to find a way to make money, right? In this business, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> fantasy doesn't always cover it, right? <laughs> well, That's some people's okay. fantasies. Are, yeah. <laughs> I only charge by the yard. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, in a way, it's good because Udek wants to talk about the Jags and the Bills, right? But uh, yeah, thirty-seven yeah. Po- boys. This is going to be a battle uh, of uh, the kickers, it seems, right? And you got to. Couple of pretty good ones here, uh, Steve uh, Stephen Hauschka. He's made uh, 15 of 16 of his uh, kicks so far this season, and Josh Lambeau of the Jaguars is 17 of 18. And we talk about this almost every week on our Sunday show. Uh, you know, I do with Cam and Chris Bavona. Just the ineptitude of so many kickers these days. But uh, you know, this is going to be uh, if. Game script goes the way it's supposed to. It's going to be a very low-scoring game. Jags having lost six straight games. Then last week they blew that 16 nothing third-quarter lead <laughs> right to the Steelers. I mean, holy cow. Uh, Bills have a history of beating the Jags uh, three of the last four regular season meetings. So uh, uh, that last year in the wild-card game, uh, Bills lost to the Jags 10-3. Uh, Jags are 1-4 on the road with a 
Minus 53-point differential, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this could be an interesting game for the Bills. This might be another one of those games where the Bills show up. <laughs> one, one of my favorite stats leading into this week was uh, the, the three previous games, New Orleans had scored 144 points in those three games, and that was more points than the Bills have scored all year. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's amazing. Uh, well, we get to <laughs> well, we and get that was Josh after Allen. They just had, and they just scored forty-one points uh, right. against the Jets. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we get yeah. So we get Josh Allen back, right? Uh, he missed his last four starts. Uh, had started five. Um, does that help things for you? <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey goes up against Josh Allen. We call trash in GQ magazine. Yeah, is that right. going to get Josh Allen riled up? All, all I know is we haven't really heard a lot from Jalen Ramsey since that stupid article. Right. Um, yeah, he's really been, been 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 quite you know quiet since then, and obvi- for obvious reasons, his team is just not playing good football right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know they're still good good against the run, still doing a great job against the run, but everywhere else they, they've been a sieve uh, on the season. They're number nine against opposing quarterbacks over the last five weeks at 23rd um, mm. over the last five weeks at 30th against tight ends. You know, Buffalo is not a team that's going to put up a lot of points. Hence the 37 over under for this game. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's the lowest on the, on the slate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, definitely yep, the lowest yep. on the slate. Actually the mm-hmm. only team under 40 on the slate, uh, only game there. And that, you know, Absolutely, this is a game you could be looking at, you know, maybe 17-14, maybe even 17-10. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, if anything, I'm betting the under maybe here. Maybe a repeat 10-3. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, you just don't know. And all those people that, you know, got happy with uh, M- McCoy having a great game against the Jets, well, put him back on your bench. He's not going to do much mm. today uh, or right. tomorrow, I should say. I uh, don't expect him to, to be, you know, a big player in this game it's just not a lot of fantasy love you can have here at all right uh, the the my favorite stat uh in doing the research for this game and then we could go on to the next one because you're right not much fantasy love for this game here but the bills have scored 94 percent of the time on their trips into the red zone Pro- problem is uh, they've only driven into the uh, red zone uh, a league load 19 times. So, but when they get there, watch out. <laughs> They're going to score. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this one. Uh, Leonard Fournette, in his uh, first two games back from prolonged uh, injury-related absence, 24 and 28 carries, uh, only averaging 3.0 yards per carry, but don't you find that that's a little high uh, based on Fournette's injury history that you want to maybe ease him into things a little bit? Or is it just that you really want to keep the ball out of Bortles' hand? Well, it's definitely a big part of they want to keep the ball out of Bortles' hands. But I think, you know, for them to come right out of the gate with him coming back from the injury and putting him right out there, like you said, over 20 carries in each game, uh, mm-hmm. it's almost like they want to see if he can hold up before the end of the season, because, you know, then they have to make a decision what they're going to do with Carlos Hyde. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if Fournette's going to get injured again and banged up again, then maybe they keep Hyde for another season. But if he can withstand the rest of the year and stay healthy, then maybe they feel a lot safer in getting rid of Hyde. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's really more of a discovery thing on their point. They they want to see if he can indeed stay healthy for any length of time or if this is something they're going to be dealing with, you know, every year. Mm. Almost like when you, let's say, if you're buying a used car, you just want to take it on the road and open it up and see what it, you know, can withstand before you actually yeah. make the purchase. Or, or a used woman. How do you yeah, like absolutely. that? That's, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I like I like your analogy a little bit better than mine. <laughs> but uh, hey, I'm taking the bills, man. I'm taking the bills. You're taking the bills. I'm taking well, the bills. You can take them. And I'll go under. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. The only bet I would make in this game is the under. I don't like either side. I don't trust mm-hmm. either side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a hard time taking the bills, even at home. Uh, I, I know they, you know, their defense play is playing well, even you know, home and on the road, they're still playing well. But I just, I can't trust this team. Uh, Bills are going to beat the Jags, given the seventh straight loss. you know, the Bills beat the Vikings. You know, I, I, I know, absolutely know, <laughs> absolutely. And they beat the Jets. There you go. Right, you know, right, right. Um, look, it, it, it is what it is, and yeah. that that Viking game was a total trap game, and they got caught in the mm-hmm. trap. I, Jacksonville is not a trap game. Jacksonville is just bad, but so are the Bills. Uh, <laughs> right. I, you know, I, again, you mentioned it before. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a 10-6 or 10-3 game. <laughs> right, right. I want no part of it. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Uh, but still, you know, just, just for our audience, I'm, I'm taking the Bills and I'll take the under. But uh, uh, let's move on, and we're going to finish this when we come back from commercial. But uh, Buccaneers, home. Right, Buccaneers are home in this game to yes, the 49ers. Yep, yes. yep, yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see, the spread is two and a half. Bucks favor two and a half over the 49ers. Over under pretty high in this one, 54. And here we go again. We're back to Jameis Winston. <laughs> but I got yeah, a prop yeah, bet. Absolutely. <laughs> we have a couple minutes. I'll give you a prop bet. Right? Will okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick start a game between Week 13 to Week 17? Uh, the odds are yes, plus 160, no, minus 230. Well, I'd take the yes on that. Look, it, Me too. <laughs> it, this, team, this team has no idea. Dirk, Dirk Cutter is done. He, he may finish out the season, but he's done. There's no way he comes back after playing this, you know, musical chairs with these quarterbacks. It, it just doesn't work. Um, and, you know, this is a game I wouldn't worry about him getting pulled. I mean, if there's a safe game for Tampa Bay, it's San Francisco. They've given up 21 touchdowns, only taken two interceptions on a year. They don't mm-hmm. take a lot of balls away. Uh, so, it, it, you know, this should be a game where Winston feeds and feeds a lot. He's, you know, the highest um, value on Daily Roto's board for Sunday games this week. It, they mm-hmm. just think he's going to be able to eat against this defense, and and I agree with them. He's going to throw the ball a ton, and I expect them to, to put up a lot of fantasy points. Yep. Uh, got another prop that involves Jameis Winston. Uh, you know, Jameis Winston averaging one interception for every 14.9 pass attempts thrown this season. <laughs> and Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> since he entered the NFL, tied for the most INTs, 55, by the way, with uh, Jaguars quarterback Blake Bortles. 
So my prop bet involves interceptions. And uh, I'll give it to you when we come back uh, after this commercial. But, uh, yeah, Jameis Winston likes to throw the ball to the other team. Yeah, they both do. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll be back. We'll uh, break down Bucks 49ers. Uh, we've got uh, Raiders, Ravens. We've got it all for you. Week 12 on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The nurses all gather round and they gaze in wide wonder. The weekend fantasy update. Little George Thorogood. This is uh, Sean Engel's song because he is bad to the bone and bad meaning good. Is that what bad means? <laughs> In certain uh, certain uh, cultures. <laughs> I like it, Joe. I like it. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I think they're seeing Creed too. What do you think? Are you into those uh, Rocky movies, uh, Rocky 15, Oh, absolutely 20? love Rocky yeah. movies. Yeah. I can't wait for Rocky 96. I there you, you go. Guys both oh, you know, they're filming. Too. I actually saw it uh, yesterday. Yeah, you... <laughs> and I was going to go, but I, I fell asleep. But uh, t- talk to me. I thought was it, it good? Was, I thought it was overall better than the first Creed movie. I liked it better. You're kidding oh, nice. me. I'm not kidding. And <laughs> Ivan Drago's in it, right? That is correct. The Ivan Drago. Yep, Dolph Lundgren himself. And he fights, uh, I mean, yeah, he fights Ivan Drago's son. So I had, uh, saw something recently where uh, Club of Lang was supposed to make a cameo in that movie as well, but maybe they're saving it for Creed Three. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Creed will fight uh, Club of Lang's nephew or something. <laughs> I'm waiting for Creed to have to fight Rocky's son. Yeah. yeah, his son uh, made a cameo, supposedly, right? The guy from This Is Us. Up, oh, we lost him. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to fully right. answer that. <laughs> Don't okay. spoil anything right. for you. <laughs> there you go. Okay. But uh, definitely uh, recommended, right? Oh, yeah. I think it's a good movie. Uh, yeah. And cool. they're uh, filming. They're filming now. Uh, Rambo. I don't know what they're up to now. I think this yeah. might be Rambo Five. But uh, <laughs> the, the pictures I saw for the from the movie, he he's like a rancher now. Like he's wearing yeah, a cowboy he, hat, <laughs> cowboy boots, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If he so. says y'all, I'm done. <laughs> kind of reminds yo, you of like yo. uh, Rhinestone when he. When he, when he yeah. <laughs> y'all, Adrian, y'all. Uh, you remember when uh, he did that movie Rhinestone with Dolly Parton? Uh, I mean, I didn't oh, yeah, see right. it, uh, but I just remember seeing the uh, like the coming attractions and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't waste my time with that. But uh, 
give it to Sly. I mean, he's like, what, 70, 71 years old, still, uh, still getting it done. Hey, he's like kissing that way. They'll, they'll go till they die and making money all the way. Yeah. Well, you know what's going to happen with Kiss. I, I think they're just going to eventually, it's going to be a brand unto its own where, you know, even when, uh, you know, what's his name, Gene Simmons is 90, there will be, you know, it's, it's just going to be like a recurring, you know, group. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they can figure out a way to keep doing it and make money, they will. He's definitely one of the best at, yeah. at that. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. I've already he, bought he my coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say you bought his coffee, but okay, coffin works. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, that's next. <laughs> if you're kind no, of no, strange. That, yeah, a few years ago, I, th- I don't know if they still uh, <laughs> make them, but th- they had a, a kiss coffin. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if they, they make you up into kiss makeup and put you in the coffin, or you could just. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh man, that that'll that'll be the way Shawnee's dad wants to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we don't have to worry about that for many, 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 many years, right? So uh, I uh, had uh, teased this uh, prop bet, and this one is like it's like candy, right? I mean, uh, total interceptions thrown in week twelve for Jameis Winston. Uh, the odds are minus two twenty for. or more, so basically it's one. If you think it's going to be uh, zero, because it's under 0.5, plus 155. So I had already said he's averaging one interception for every 14.9 pass attempts this season. I would say there's a good chance that he's going to throw at least one. Well, you know, the odds are there, except we are talking about San Francisco who only has two on the year. Um, <laughs> it's obvious that, you know, their, their defensive backs are defensive backs for a reason. Uh, mm-hmm. They just don't catch very well. Uh, so, right. you know, they, look, it, I, I, I bet I bet he froze one. So that would put me on the <laughs> over. So I guess I'd take the right. over. Yeah. And uh, like you said, before we went to commercial, this is a good matchup for uh, Winston. Uh, 49ers allowed uh, multiple touchdown passes in eight of their last ten games. I mean, they've made bad quarterbacks like Eli, uh, Matthew Stafford, and Josh Rosen look pretty good. Yeah, really. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, they're not giving up a ton of yardage in the air, but they are giving up touchdowns, 21 on the Mm -hmm. season. So uh, they're definitely being scored on that way. And, uh, you know, in in this game, Tampa Bay, their their running offense, I just can't count on them from week to week. No doubt, they do get Ronnie Jones back this week. It looks like he'll be playing, um, so that gives them something. I don't know what that really is. We haven't seen anything from Jones all year. Uh, you know, healthy scratch to start the year. He finally got back in the lineup. We thought he was going to do something. Never came to fruition. Then he was out again, and you know he's mm-hmm. back this week. Yeah, you know, it probably means he runs for 150 yards and three touchdowns. But <laughs> <laughs> isn't that always the way, right? Murphy's law. <laughs> Everybody's going to be crying. Oh, I had him on my bench. Of course, you had him on your bench. Why would you not have him on your bench? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what you have to do. I mean, you got to try to. I mean, if you make the wrong move, but in using logic, it was the right move. You know, then you can't beat yourself up over it. No, I, I, you know, I, I attribute it very much to poker. Look, mm-hmm. if I go all in and at the time I go all in, I have the best hand, 
and I end up losing, that's a bad beat. So what? It happens. You move right. on, you go on. And that's the same thing in fantasy. If you make the right decision based on all the intelligence you have and everything points to making that decision and it doesn't work, oh, well, you made the right choice beforehand. It just didn't play out. And that's what happens in this game all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, O.J. Howard to the IR. Uh, Cameron Brait. Uh, I guess it gets a little uptick, don't you think? Tight end for, I mean, especially with the state of the tight end uh, universe and fantasy. Ah, yeah, the, the tight ends this year have been abysmal. It's so hard mm-hmm. to trust in any way, shape, or form. Just put some out. Um, so, you know, it, I, I don't know if I trust any of these guys. Njoku <laughs> is supposed to play. I don't trust him. Uh, Uzuma, you know, we thought he was going to be a big guy once Croft went out and Eifert went out and hasn't yeah. done much of anything. So right. I, I don't I don't trust any of these guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Adam Humphreys, he's done pretty well actually with Jameis on the center. Uh, caught a touchdown last week uh, uh, on his way to a 3-4-60 yard performance. Any interest in maybe sneaking him into a, a DFS again under the premise of, well, you know, you put him in there, maybe you get a uh, a little chalkier play. Uh, there's other guys I like this week uh, at at cheaper cheaper prices that I trust a little bit more. Look, uh, I agree with the Humphreys. With Winston has been a little better, but there's some other wide receivers at around that same uh, price range that I like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it, it really comes down to what are you looking at at that point. But you know, Humphreys is definitely someone that could be in play. I just I think mm-hmm. there's some other guys. I'm trying to. You have a name, who they neighbor were. too. Yeah, yeah give me a second. Uh, yeah, yeah, just give me no, a second. No, no, no. I'll, no worries. Um, but uh, let's see. I'm trying to think now. Jeez. Don't worry. If it comes to you, it comes <laughs> okay, to you. Okay, yeah, keep going. I'll, I'll bring it up. Yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead. Let's talk about Nick Mullen. Uh, this is a good matchup. You know, we talked about a good matchup for Winston. Uh, Mullen, good matchup for him as well. Right? Bucks uh, tied for most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks, 25 passing touchdowns. Although this guy, we'll call him Nick uh, Primetime Mullen because this, this is not only <laughs> this is his first road game and his first non-primetime game, right? Right. But you want to talk about the only team in the league that has less interceptions than San Fran? Let me introduce you to Tampa Bay, who only has one on this season. <laughs> right, there you go. Uh, you know, we talked about the 21 touchdowns and two interceptions San Fran has, uh, but Tampa Bay's allowed 25 touchdowns and only one interception. Uh, so absolutely getting decimated, allowing just under 300 yards a game uh, mm-hmm. in this one. So, you know, Tampa Bay's defense has just been bad. But on the positive side, over the last five weeks, they've played a little better. Um, mm-hmm. You know, against the Giants, Washington, Carolina, Cincy, and Cleveland, they've actually been 11th against opposing quarterbacks as opposed to the 30th they've been all season. So when they made their change in defensive coordinators, we're starting to see a little uptick in their defense as well, at least the passing defense. Not so much the running defense, but the mm-hmm. passing defense is playing a little better. Well, if Mullins is going to have a, a good game, uh, you know who else is going to eat, too? It's going to be George Kittle. Uh, Mullins has targeted uh, Kittle 14 times in his two starts. Uh, last uh, time they played, uh, Kittle, nine catches for 83 yards. That was against the Giants. And I have a prop bet uh, for involving George Kittle. Uh, and the uh, 
over and under. The uh, over is 69.5 for yardage for Kittle. Under, obviously, 69.5. What do you think uh, we're going to see from uh, Kittle this week? Well, like I said, it, Tampa Bay's passing defense is playing playing better even against tight ends. But Kittle is, you know, he's not so much a tight end for them. He's basically a slot wide receiver for San Francisco right now, taking mm-hmm. most of his reps out of the slot. And San Francisco, like a lot of teams right now, having a very hard time stopping slot receivers. So I, I expect, again, once again, Kittle to be the main guy there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- there's no reason. He's been one of the most consistent tight ends of the year right behind really Ertz and, and, uh, Kelsey and Ertz. Um, mm-hmm. every week, so you can't take him out of this one. Yep. Uh, and uh, we talked about, uh, we were talking about how bad the Bucks defense is. Does that uh, give you a little impetus to put maybe Marquise Goodwin in a, in a lineup? I mean, he's been pretty bad. Uh, hasn't had more than five targets in a game all year, but this is a really good matchup. Uh, you know, we talked about the third most fantasy points per game to wide receivers uh, for the Bucks. Yeah, you you mentioned the reason why I have hesitation with Goodwin. Yeah. He, man, he, he's just hasn't been getting enough targets to look at. I mean, uh, he, he had the four targets in Week 10, the fewest of any of the 49ers receivers, and it's really mm-hmm. hard to trust him. Excuse me. Um he ended up having the most yardage with 56, but four, four for 56 doesn't even get you to double digits. Not really what you can expect. This is a great matchup and should be involved, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see Kendrick Bourne coming out of this with more fantasy points than Marquise Goodwin. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Under the radar kind of guy. Uh, Matt Breida for 49ers, right? Uh, 49ers, believe it or not, third in NFL in rushing yards per game with uh, just over 133. Uh, Breida had been uh, dealing with, uh, I think it was an ankle issue, but his last game uh, finished Gets with the a, Giants. <laughs> yeah, 101 uh, rushing yards right in the TD. Should be healthy now. He's got a nice Well, he actually had 20, one, 20 touches for a total of 134 yards in two scores against the Giants before the bye. Uh-huh. So he okay. definitely looked fully healthy. Um, you know, Tampa Bay, they, they, they're only allowing 4.1 yards per carry, but they do give up a lot of receptions to the running backs as well. So I definitely like Breida to be highly involved in this game once again, uh, just really to try and give Nick Mullen a, a, another feeder valve. Mm-hmm. So what are we thinking in terms of uh, this uh, game, in terms of you know the, uh, the, the uh, outcome in terms of uh, spread and, and over-under issues? Well, I think with Tampa Bay at home, given two and a half, uh, I'm, I'm going to take Tampa Bay. If it was over three, I might side with San Francisco. But under three, I think I have to give it to Tampa Bay. They are looking for a, a big point game here, 54 over under. Um, that's tough for me. Um, I think if I make that bet, I, I like the Tampa Bay lane two and a half. So I like that. The 54 mm-hmm. over under, the more I think about it, the think I think I talk myself into talk myself into an under. I could see a 21 mm. 17 game here, and I'm not sure why. Hmm. All right. I, I, I like the two and a half as well with the Bucks covering. The over under, that 54 does seem pretty high, but. Yeah, we've been talking for the last 10 minutes about how bad, bad these the defense. defenses are. <laughs> uh, but what would you need? You'd need like a 30-27 score. That's a lot of points. But it could happen. 
It could happen. I'm not going to say it's mm. not. These guys make a lot of money and, and lose a m- lot of money based on these lines. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they know a little bit more than I do. Yeah. And they're uh, uncannily accurate. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, they, they seem to be a lot more accurate early in the season than they have been mm. lately. There's been mm. a lot of games that have gone different than expected over underwise in the last few weeks, very early in the season, they were pretty much dead on and, you know, basically eight and eights almost every week on over under, but lately mm-hmm. it's been more shifted to one side or the other, as opposed to being an eight and eight slate every week. So they, they've been a little more further off and that, you know, as we see newer players come into each game and different things happen and it's as hard for them to figure out as it is for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Very good point. Uh, next game we're going to cover, and uh, we'll uh, get to this a- after uh, the uh, break, and uh, you're going to have an opportunity, if you'd like, to uh, give us a call. Sean is going to open up the phone lines, 844-843-6879. Uh, give us a call. you have any lineup questions, if your leagues are still uh, involved in uh, allowing trades and you have any uh, trades that you're mulling over, give us a call. All right. And uh, talking about trades, I, I saw one here uh, on Twitter, and a question is, would you give up Todd Gurley if you were getting James Conner and DeAndre Hopkins? Some big names in this trade. James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins. I would. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. You're looking at yeah. basically two, the equivalency of two first-rounders for another first-rounder. Yeah, Gurley mm-hmm. is the better of the three, absolutely. But when right. you're getting two studs like that back, absolutely make that trade. Yeah, so I would do that as well. And here's another one from your uh, Fantasy Football uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, Michael Charles had asked, in a 12-team PPR, he has a running back question. He has to start two of three. Uh, this is a good question. This is a good question. We have a minute left. Jalen Richard <laughs> from the Raiders, uh, Josh Adams, or Gus Edwards. Two of those three. Is it PPR? Yes. Ah oh, man, um, I do like Adams uh, against the Giants, but just not seeing enough touches. Uh, you know what? I I, I definitely. Um, who was the third guy? I know he's definitely in. I just Gu- forgot his name. Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. I'm playing Gus yeah, Edwards, yeah. folks. I am. With Collins banged up, not 100%, absolutely playing Gus Edwards. And then I, I think I would play. I think I'd take Josh Adams going against the Giants defense. There you go. Rashard also very good at PPR. So very good question. Tough, uh, tough decisions that we all have in fantasy. We'll be back with more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network weekend. Fantasy Update. 